This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Zombies. Love. City Guys. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How are you all doing this Yay. evening? Hey, Hi, Matt. Doing good. Oh, God. Two of my favorite people to talk about one of my favorite shows. My God. Monsters keeps giving. It really we, does. We just watched season one, episode four? Five. Episode five. Five. Wow. That's how deep we are already. This one was called... My Zombie, zombie Lover. Lover. Uh, it is customary around these parts that we guess, based on title alone, what this episode is about. But before we do that, I have to say, if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. Hello. We watch Anthology Horror, which is like the Twilight Zone. Sure. Uh, every episode's different. It's never the same. Um, if you've ever seen Creep Show, it's like that in TV show yeah. form. Done. <laughs> Oh, oh, goodbye, Matt. Good, goodbye, <laughs> listener. Thanks for stopping yeah. by. <laughs> see you later. Well, see you in two dollars. Um, who wants to go first on their dark side guess of what my zombie lover is about? Oh well, I wrote quite an epic here. <laughs> my zombie lover, he loves zombies. The end. <laughs> okay, Maddie. <laughs> No, With a my, title like that, I you, you it, can't help but phone it in. It it's is, all in there. It is way on the nose. We've had two episodes in a row that are like, okay. It's one of those two-word stories that you see on the bumper <laughs> oh, sticker. God. It's like twowordstory.com. Trust yes. Zombie lover. I mean, I know they're all trust Jesus, but right. trust. zombie lover is also. Zombie lover? Yes. Zombie lo lover. Lover. Baby shoes. Never worn. <laughs> Zombie, trust her. Ah, <laughs> uh, Maddie, what do you got? All right. Gavin McInnes, proud boy and real piece of fucking garbage, <laughs> gives up on guilting or intimidating women into fucking him and seeks out the services of Jean Rousseau, Bocor to the craven and pathetic dregs of humanity. His request, find him a beautiful wife with no free will of her own. Gavin e eagerly signs the contract with Papa Legba in exchange for this woman. But the joke's on you, Papa Legba. Gavin McInnes has no soul. Oh. Ooh. Take that, Gavin McInnes. Yeah, go eat a <laughs> yeah. turd. What you All got, right. Maddie? My zombie lover. Just one more book to poop out, <laughs> thought L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I think I'll call it my zombie lover. Now I can finally get out of this book contract. But when the book gets rejected, maybe the only way out of the contract is religion. Oh, God. <laughs> it's an origin story. Yeah. <laughs> it's the nightmare that, uh, that created Scientology. Yeah. Well, so nice which, which character is L. Ron Hubbard in this story? <laughs> the That's hero, of course. Yes. But who's, who's the hero? <laughs> <laughs> the, hero the hero is us. <laughs> 
Unfortunately. None of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the Sweet Deeds. All right. Sweet Deeds. This is Season 1, Episode 5. My Zombie Lover aired November 19th, 1988. For a little context, on SNL this evening, uh, we had John Lithgow as the host and Trace Chapman singing Fast Car. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Lith- Lithgow just rocked out Harry and the Hendersons. That's right. Oh, wow. That's right. Here is the synopsis from IMDb of this episode. One night each year, the dead come back to life. A young zombie falls for his living female classmate, but his hunger for human flesh and her prejudiced zombie hunting dad stand in the way of their happiness in this horror comedy. There it is. There. Yeah. Uh, this episode was written and directed by David Mish, um, who I know it's not the same David Mish, but Ted and I used to be friends with a guy named David Mish. And he also, this David Mish, wrote for Mork and Mindy. He wrote for Police Squad. <gasps> uh, he wrote for a bit of SNL, uh, Duck Man, which he was also a oh, oh, an executive producer for. Something called She Spies. Okay. Uh, okay. She's fine. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like something that would have aired on Channel 20 in the afternoon. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's a real Sunday afternoon yeah. syndicated TV show. <laughs> uh, Dottie was played by Tempest Bledsoe, who was Vanessa on The Cosby Show. Uh, she's still working. She's had like a TV job every year. Still crushing it. Well, she yeah. had a she had a talk show for a while. She had a talk show. Tempest. Oh, that's right. She's done so many like cameos. Yeah. yeah. It is a bummer. Like that, the legacy of the Cosby Show is just like tainted and destroyed for everybody who was a part of it. Yeah. It was a good show. It was a great. It was, show. It was one show. of the best shows on yeah. TV for years. Yeah. Oh, cause uh, Paul was played by Steve Harper. Steve Harper is a stage and screen actor who now writes about quote the impact of culture and metaphysics on everyday life. That's from his bio. Ed Wheeler played the dad. Uh, Ed Wheeler is a veteran character actor. He was in Broadcast News, Godzilla, Cosby, Soul Food, Law and Order, and more. Uh, He was honored by the National Black Theater Festival with the Living Legend Award for his, quote, profound contributions to American theater and the entertainment industry. Hmm. Wow. I don't know if this episode counted toward that. Uh, I don't think (laughs) so. It obviously did. It obviously did. Uh, Mom was played by uh, Marcella Lowry. Yay! Yay. Another veteran character actor. uh, Worked steadily since the 70s. Uh, She was in Lean on Me. She was in Fletch Lives. She was in The Cosby Show. Uh, What about Bob? She was was one of the moms (laughs) in The Cosby Show. She was, yes. She was Maxine. Uh, She was in 74 episodes of Ghost Rider. Where do you guys know her from? The Cosby Show. Oh, okay. The Cosby Show. Okay, me too. Uh, and then I was like, oh, she was in 105 episodes of City Guys. It's like, what the hell is City, City guys? guys? So then I looked up City Guys, and I definitely used to watch City Guys. City Guys was one of the shows that was like a um, like a Saved by the Bell knockoff. And it was on like like Saturday mornings when cartoons were over, but there was still some like... Yep, I know what you mean. Yeah, that like... The Twilight, like the 10, 10, yes. like the 1030 the 1030, to 11 noon. block, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, the baseball kids with Johnny Benches. Exactly. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, maybe during the break, we'll, we'll get a taste of City Guys. Okay. We'll and have to see who our sponsors are, I guess. There is one more. Uh, one more character here. One more character yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, uh, Eugene Bird played the little brother. He was, uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. 
He is uh, a recurring character on lots of shows on uh, Bones as Dr. Clark Edison, who's on Arrow, True Blood, did an arc in Daybreak, did an arc on Heroes, uh, arc on Crossing Jordan. He was in Sleepers. He was in The Cosby Show. Uh, he had a he was one of the leads in Eight Mile. Oh, wow. Um, Do you know who he played? Wink. Mm. He was like fifth listed on IMDb. Holy crap. Yeah. So he's, he's majorly like in... Yeah, yeah. Wow. I haven't seen 8 Mile in a minute, so... Well, if you only had one shot... Matt, it's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, Mom's spaghetti. My favorite. Oh! Oh, great. It's monsters. My palms are sweaty. Arms are heavy. Let's watch it. <laughs> the door from the monsters swings wide open. <laughs> and we are face to face with... Ah, it's a head. Come on down to Detective Mustache Mischief Emporium. <laughs> We've got all of your, all of your mustache emporium... Needs mustache, mustache, mustache this week only. Yeah, I'll look like a detective and also have a pipe. Hey, it's me, mustache. Hey, you got something that needs investigating? How about you put a mustache for it? That'll uh, solve it. Boom, mustache case solved. Ring, ring, mischief. <laughs> oh, here I am to answer it. How do I answer it? One mustache at a time. Hey, when crime calls, I go, You better pay the piper. Piper is a mustache. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> Dust broom. <laughs> this guy is looking dead balls into the camera. Yep. Four by three in full effect. And it is a very fake mustache. It's great. Matt, you said you had to pause it immediately. I wrote, uh, yeah, I, I saw that and I just stopped it. And I wrote, oh, Jesus, it's going to be a doozy of an episode <laughs> just by the first <laughs> shot. <laughs> And it is. We are <coughs> we are off to the races. Yeah. Uh, this is Dad. Dad is boarding up the windows. And uh, really nice actual like setup here. Yep. You you get the close up on his face, but but it's because he's boarding up the window. And once he gets the board there, the title card, the, yeah. the title mm -hmm. card for the episode comes up. And you pull into the room, and it's like, oh, it's a family prepping. This was well directed. There were a couple of like you know rack focus yep. moments and uh, some some sweeps. It, I liked the direction in this. The direction was really. It felt, especially when we're not quite there yet, but like once they start talking, yeah, there is a camp element. Yep. To yep. it, and we're basically there because the the family does start talking, and the father is like, well. Looks like the house is secure. Like yeah. it really has a It's original Resident Evil dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it is all this is all cutscene dialogue. Jill, don't open that door. Right. Wesker! Wesker! There it is. 
I like that Matt and I have a look now that we can give Matt that definitely just means say Wesker. <laughs> it's your turn. To, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. It's say we- Wesker. It's, it's Wesker time. time. <laughs> well, no, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to remember Wesker, so you'll have to give me. Have to We've only said it slick. for like two years together. <laughs> we haven't said it in a minute, okay? We said it last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the dad is basically going to go zombie hunting. Yeah. And uh, so it's so a, we've it's got, a mom we've got a mom. Yep. Mom, dad. Tempest Bledsoe is the uh, teenager who's home from college. Yep. Dottie. Dottie. And uh, we've got our little brother. Brad. Brad. And they might as well drop the D and changed it to T. And called him Brat. Yes, because he, he is, is all on fire. Attitude. Yeah. When uh, when I was watching this, I just wrote, "This kid's the this bitch, right?" Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, "I'm a kid and I hate books." <laughs> <laughs> Mom said something about, "Boy, you sure ate a lot of meatloaf for dinner. You oh. must have liked it." Barfola, Barfola but I don't want to starve to death. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> so this is. Whoever this writer was was like, "You want a haunted exposition dump? Oh, I'll give you a fucking haunted exposition dump." <laughs> but also, I want to start a catchphrase in this episode. Yeah, and uh, I I can't I don't want to really be subtle with it, but in my mind, I just have a picture of this kid with the word "barfola." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll yeah. say "monsters" on the back, but "barfola" on the front. It's a real party. It was originally they had him uh, saying cowabunga, but <laughs> right. then like they were just getting ready to like go to print. They're like, "Oh, we got a problem." Jill, Barfola. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So then it just uh, the dad says something along the lines of, "The night of the dead is everyone's responsibility to shoot a zombie." Yeah. And then mom comes in with. The line of the episode, which is, dear, why do corpses rise from the grave in our town? <laughs> which is the most like this, this haunted exposition dump is so like ham fisted f- school, f- uh, like film strip or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then th- why are there seven uses for iron? <laughs> why it seemed that the British had overtaxed the tea. Oh, it's great. But. <laughs> I think there are, we've seen a lot of these episodes that are supposed to be tongue in cheek. It's supposed to have a little humor to them or have this like horrible dialogue. And this is very cheesy dialogue, but I did not between the direction and I felt like the direction and the cast elevated it. It was, this was, it was all very fun to watch. I felt like this was one of the few times on the tales monsters series is that uh tongue-in-cheek and campy worked yeah in favor of the episode instead of just like i mean the don't get me wrong narratively there were a few times where it was like they couldn't really decide exactly where they wanted to go but it's still always i think it worked because they were all committed to it and Mm -hmm. even though it was in it was campy but to be that campy you have to take it so seriously Mm -hmm. and it was silly but they all took it so seriously which which i think made it that is exactly where my head was it was like everybody went on the ride there wasn't anybody in that environment 
that was like, this isn't what's happening. Right. Even even the bratty son yeah. mm-hmm. was like, I hate that this is what's happening. Yeah. But he wasn't like, no, that doesn't happen or this seems crazy. Yeah. It was like, nope, I'm invested in this world and this is just the way that it is. Yeah. It was also, it felt a little bit leave it to beavery. Yep. In, in kind of like the... The way that these parents interact with each other and with their children is very much like, oh, geez, kids, there's a whole fridge of food. Yeah. Well, yeah, I actually wrote that the mom is a real June Cleaver. Yeah. Also, I liked that the whole cast was African-American. This was, uh, especially in uh, 88, I thought it was just a uh, a nice choice. To, yeah, uh, it, was, it, it definitely would have been a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. The other, th- there's a lot I liked, uh, but I liked the dad's response to oh god what, so good what caused the uh the zombie outbreak well dear some say it's an old gypsy curse oh num 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 <laughs> num 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 oh writing 101 some say shoddy embalming some say nuclear testing but the corpses come up and they eat people so we gotta shoot them they are our enemies those are straight facts. Them's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, zombies. And then uh, the bratty kid is like, well, I'm all for zombie rights. Why don't you just shoot everybody who disagrees with you, dad? He's got a lot of angst. He does. He's, what, I mean, how, how old do you think this kid is? Like 10, 11? I, 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 w- I thought he was more like 10, 11. Okay. But like then he's just like, why isn't Daddy coming with us? <laughs> Daddy ain't got no friends. I've got shooter parents and a mop for a sister. He calls her something. I don't know what he could, maybe he, not. Uh, a mop. He said that she was a pack of jelly or something. Oh yeah, a pile of jelly, a pile of jelly. And she's a real shit man. <laughs> oh, Barfola. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Um, and uh, what I I actually wrote uh, when he when the dad had just finished up um, hammering the the stuff into the door uh, and the little brother walks in and does a little brother th- or he says, uh, I hope I don't distract you reading while I hammer this. And he starts hammering something on the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just wrote, what the hell is this kid protesting? And then I just didn't figure it was going to pan out. And it was just something that they didn't address. And then he pulls up a sign that says zombies or what was it? Zombies have rights. Zombie or rights or yeah. yeah. Zombies have rights. Yeah. And it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing, but delightful. I wasn't. I was like, OK, I guess. Oh, save the zombies. That's what it was. Save the zombies. Yes. Well, they leave. Leaving Tempest Bledsoe alone reading on the couch. Yes. And, and that's... Uh, uh, don't let anyone in is what he says. Yep. And uh, are locked. And that's... That's the act break. That's the act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the neat guys, more and streetwise. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the neat guys, more and streetwise. City guys, pull those looks in street clothes. It's all good coming from city people. They're all the same. Open up your eyes. Roll with the city guys. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the neat guys, more than streetwise. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the neat guys, more than streetwise. Check the school, two paths to the playground, you'll make it there if you just stay round the 
crowd. Come on, sing it loud. Roll with the city guys. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the new guys, start and streetwise. C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the new guys, start and streetwise. Well, my name's City Guy, and I'm here to say I like city things, and that's my game. City, city, let's spell the word. C-I-T-Y, it spells city. If you see me on the street in a city, you know that's neat, because I'm a city guy, and I'm here to say that city guys are the best. No way, yes, sir. We're doing guy things, doing guy things. We're giving high fives, riding on skateboards. Look at me walking like an idiot. Well, I'm a city guy, that's what we do. City guys like to look at dogs. We look at dogs and look at frogs. Woof, woof, woof. Ribbit, ribbit. And now he only eats guitars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is all rapture. Yep. <laughs> oh, city guys. City guys. All right. We're back. And now Tempest Bledsoe is on the couch. Yes. Uh, this is where you can see she is reading uh, Paramus and Thisbe. Did you guys know, were you guys yep. familiar with Paramus and Thursby? Because I was not. I am not. It's, it's basically Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Uh, the story is part of uh, Ovid's Metamorphoses, uh, two lovers in Babylon whose houses are connected by walls. They're forbidden by their parents to wed uh, because the parents have a rivalry. Uh, and eventually they die. It's the it's a tragedy of Romeo and Juliet uh, ultimately sprang from this Ovid story. Look uh, at that. Yeah, so I thought that was a nice touch that it mm-hmm. was a star-crossed lover story, but it wasn't she wasn't just sitting there reading Romeo and Juliet, which would be a bit on the nose. Mm-hmm. No, that that bit of subtlety from monsters? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take long before there's a rap tap tapping on the door. And uh we got a Zom. But a oh, Zom guys, we got a Zom. But a Zom who's in love. A Zom in love. I wrote down vocal cords, and then I was like, ah, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, from high school, from French class, he's got a bit of a Gavin quality to him. Gavin? One day, one time, one summer. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I painted a chair. It is, I don't know. I was like, why is she opening the door on the night of the dead? She should know better. Yeah. Yeah. I because he talks. Has she perhaps she's never encountered a zombie? Yeah, I mean and doesn't this know is what, that it will this speak is what normally. her dad does. He, so he it doesn't sounds bring like his, this is a Yeah, it doesn't bring his work home. Just with him, a normal dude. <clears throat> True. Well, and he knew her. True. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I still was, think it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like And I I, I mean I, I, I don't know if I'm the only one who got a real land shark vibe from this, <laughs> but I was just expecting as soon as she opened the door for a shark to bite her in half. Oh, but that would have been great. <laughs> I would have taken a shorter episode for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he is like, open the door, and she does, and she sh- sees him. Great scream. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She He is a zombie, but he's holding flowers. Yeah. She shuts the door in his face. Latches it up tight, and it's kind of like, uh, that was a mistake. Yeah. 
Uh, stay I know cool. that now. I know that now. Stay cool. Stay cool. He's still knocking on the door. He is insistent. He really wants to come in and, and chat with her. And he's you, yelling, Daddy. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy. So this this is where she calls the zombie hotline. Yeah. I love I love this. The zombie I hotline. loved this. This was uh Thank you for calling the zombie hotline. First line of defense against the undead. If a zombie's approaching, press one. If a zombie's in your house, press two. If you're if a zombie is eating your body, press three. Perfect. Yeah. So funny. It's great. So stupid. And I, I, geez, I think she presses one of them, yeah. and it's, uh, please wait Thank on the you. line please for hold. an operator. Yeah. So the zombie keeps knocking on the door, blah, blah, blah. She gives up on the zombie hotline yeah. immediately. I This is apropos of nothing, but this was about the point where Ted asked if this episode was part of the Facts of Life extended universe. <laughs> Ooh. Which I really would like, but anyway, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, so so she, she lets him back in. Very weird. I, I yeah. think she's because she doesn't want to be rude. I guess. I think she's. Thinking, she couldn't think of an excuse. Yeah. I think she thinks that she can outsmart the zombie. Okay. Yeah. Which, to be fair, she probably could. Yeah. Zombies aren't known for their uh, for their wisdom. He tells her she's beautiful when she screams. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I said, you're beautiful when you scream, said the psychopath. Yeah. What what woman wants to hear that ever? Yeah. And that's when I wrote down, well, this isn't quite Coco. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um... But the makeup on him... Looks good. Looks oh, yeah. Makeup great. looks great. Yeah. They do um, um, kind of an over-the-shoulder shot. From him, his back to her face. Yeah. And there's gaps in the makeup. It's like neck tendons. That yeah. make it look like neck. It's beautiful. It looks great. Yeah. It oh, yeah. looks great. Because it's a little, just like this whole episode, it's a little hokey. Yep. But. Mm-hmm. It works. It really, really works. Yeah. And I was oh, like. Because yeah. when I first saw like the pr- the promo picture for this episode. Yeah. I gave a real OGs. And I was like, oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But when I actually saw the makeup in use, very effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Very good, definitely. His ear falls off at one point. <laughs> yeah. So she does not recognize this guy at all. He jogs her memory. Paul from yeah, there was a Paul in my French class, but he was killed in a car, car accident. accident. Hey. <laughs> oh. None of that dialogue. None of the dialogue. I think in this whole episode is subtle. No, no, not. But I, I really do have to say that as over the top as the dialogue is, the way it's portrayed is grounded enough to keep you there. Yeah, I don't. Why? I think it was the acting. I think the actors were all so good. I think that's what's what it is. They were really able to sell it because we've had hammy acting before. But from poor actors. Or people who were just phoning it in. I mean, all of these actors were better than this this material, schlocky or not. Uh, and they, they took it seriously and were trying to like elevate it and play with more than what was on the page, I think. Yeah, I think they were playing with the camp. They were playing yep. like, this is B-movie camp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have fun with this. Right. And it plays. Yep. It, it mm-hmm. plays. Yep. 
So it turns out, yeah, he's the funny guy. She from does remember French him. Class. He did an impersonation of the teacher. She asks him to do it. He does it again. And <laughs> this is a real shitty impression. It yeah. was. <laughs> it's basically like, oh, do any generic woman that you've ever heard in your life. But that's good enough to get her juices going. Yeah. She's like, that's it. So he he is suggesting that he always really liked her. And she's like, well, why didn't you uh, why didn't you ever jump on that? Well, he was well, too he was shy. killed in a car accident. Well, no, they had a small problem being murdered. Yeah. <laughs> but she, she, uh, she starts to talk about how she hates college. Um, she feels invisible. She doesn't talk to anyone. No one pays attention to her. Uh, and that's when he's like, what? But you're beautiful. And so this this moment here, the I mean, you already I I didn't know how it was going to end. I, I had a feeling that it was going to end the way that it does. Yeah. But at this moment, I did not know if it I was like, either she's going to turn or he's going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how it was going to end, but I knew it was going to end in a tragedy sense. Mm-hmm. But when she says, I wish I was more like you. Oh, mm, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, she's going to turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting. I did not catch that. Yeah. You caught it, though. Um, I I figured out what the very end twist was going to be. Uh, within the first two minutes. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, I knew that the I knew that the ending was going to be a tragedy just by the book she was reading. There it is. Uh, so they kiss. I wrote WTF is happening. Yeah. W- what? I just wrote they kiss. Gross. And I, l- <laughs> I left my stronger reaction for the beginning of the third act. Well. Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to wait until after the break? Ooh, suspense. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. They say you only get one chance at life. But for childhood sweethearts, Missy and Johnny, true love will never die. He came back from the dead for me. He's a stinking zombie, you idiot. He may be dead. Rats. But his heart still beats for the girl that he loves. I would love to go to the prom with you. Go for it, Johnny! Pretty damned active for a dead guy. My boyfriend's back. Rated PG-13. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> wow. That was a real movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. In 1993. Inspired by this episode, you could say. I would think so. Yeah. Why not? Uh, and we're back. We're back. All right. Let's talk about this kiss. Because I had a lot of problems with it because I started thinking. Um, Would smell terrible. Oh, He's yeah. He's been dead since July. Be cold. Stink. He would be cold or room temperature. Mm-hmm. At best. So I, I did just want to point out one thing because I, I had watched my boyfriend's back within the past year. Why? Um, b- because because of some of the people that were involved with the movie, such as Matthew McConaughey, oh. Matthew Fox, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and what? Edward Herman. Oh my! God. Oh, and Mary Beth Hurt. 
Wow. Yeah. Is and she the titular girlfriend? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Whoever is the girlfriend in this is is quite titular. Oh, I Hello. remember. I remember why. Uh, why I had thought about it because I think the um, I think the director was Bob Balaban, who had done oh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, not just Tales from the Dark Side. But also stuff with uh, Christopher, Christopher Guest. Guest. Yeah. This so, kiss. Yeah. So this this kiss, this kiss. <laughs> Unstoppable. This kiss, this kiss. Rigor mortar speed. <laughs> so it, it, it comes back um, and you see what to me looked like a bed skirt and then shoes. And I just wrote, wait, did they fuck? Because I really, for a second, thought we were going to cut to them under the sheets. I did not see that. I, well, that's where my mind went. All right. Well, they are fully clothed. Yeah. And basically spoony. Yeah. Yeah. Just chatting about how it sucks to be a nerd or whatever. Which still felt a little for, felt a little rushed to me, but I guess I'm a prude. <laughs> Matt thought they were fucking already. And I'm like, she took off her shoes in front of him. Whoa, Whoa. Is this is the third date. <laughs> Not in my Puritan household. <laughs> so uh, they're just sort of being affectionate. And, and I, as soon as he started kissing her hand for a second, I thought that she had started having open swords on her hand. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is his hand. Oh, <laughs> um, but here it comes. But I told you the whole time. <laughs> you can't stop a Zom from being a Zom. <laughs> well, so I just wrote, oh, shit, he got the hunger. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, <laughs> he does what cats do, and he just starts licking, yeah. and then the bite comes. Um, and, and he's chewing on her hand hard. Oh, yeah. Like She's this was, screaming. That's because zombies he, he love to blood. eat. They love to eat the people. Yeah. They eat all the people. <laughs> The only thing that's going to prevent it is supplements. Supplements. Hey, you need a, Alex, yeah. how are your court cases going? I am in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I said a lot of things that I said I didn't say, but I really said them on tape in front of people. Who knew they were recording? Joe Rogan, please have me on your podcast. I can clear this all up. Why doesn't anybody like me? <laughs> Perhaps it's because I'm a monster who said that something terrible that happened to a school didn't happen. <laughs> anyway, see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so she she breaks away from him, knocks him over, and does <laughs> the weirdest thing I could think of. To get away from a zombie, she hides behind a chair. Yeah. Classic zombie hide. Yeah, that's not where I would hide if I was hiding from zombies, but you go crazy. up the stairs and then you destroy the stairs. Yeah. I would, personally, I would go up into the attic. These stairs are useless now. <laughs> Discard. <laughs> Discard. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Whoa. These stairs. They're useless now. You are almost a jibble sandwich. That had a good sound. Wow, that is purely our, that's our new Resident Evil yeah. sound effect board. Stars. Jill, stand back. <laughs> Chris, don't die. Rebecca. 
Wesker. I <laughs> 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 like, I like, Wesker. <laughs> Wesker. You were almost a jibble sandwich. You. The master of unlocking <laughs> things. Why did it does? It sounds exactly like this. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> oh, a snake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> we got to wrap this one up. All right. My lungs can't take it. Okay. Um, You're doing great. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so they have a little. Uh, <laughs> Shimmy, 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 oh, shimmy. Uh, they have a little. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he has this moment where he's like, I love you, daddy. You don't love me. You want to eat my hand. You don't love me. You just love my doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> it was all I could think of. No, you were right to say it. Will you marry me? What? Yeah. Moving very quickly. Well, I mean, to be fair, he only has one day a year that he's allowed to be How alive. How does this so work? Oh, okay. You would have to ask a gypsy, Jen. I don't know. Like, do they have to go back to the like into their graves at the? You end mean of the like night? at the end the the end of that um, treehouse? Yeah. Where the zombies are like, oh, is that yeah. your grave? Are you John Smith? Eighteen? Is, is it like is it Passover for zombies? <laughs> where it's like. Okay, it's at night. Right. Um, well, right. Like, is there a, like a like a tornado siren that goes off like Halloween? Right. Like, oh, I'm on the East Coast, so it's night right. for I still me got, right yeah. now. So I'm good. But if I'm on mountain time, I've got to well, wait. It's, and it's are you only laying? this town, though. Oh, well, how do we know it's only that town? Because I well, well, she said it, the the mom said at the beginning, why does this happen in our town? Mm. Well, then her second question should have been, why what don't we, we move? move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Matt, they have really good schools. Right. You're right. Good schools, low unemployment. So if you're right. <laughs> if So if you're a zombie, are you still a zombie the rest of the year? And you're just laying in there like... Come on, come on, come on! Three hundred and sixty-four days. So I, I, that's that. I was wondering that too because he was talking about how hungry, yeah, he gets, and this is his only day he can eat. Like right. that, are they all just held in an underground bunker and then let out? Like how yeah. how does this work? Because that would really suck to be in a coffin, three hundred and sixty-four days a year. And is it like Resident Evil, where if I disturb a zom, a resting zom, uh, they're right. able to come back? Because, like, why? Okay, so many problems now. Now that we're... Now that we're... Why wouldn't they, every single person that dis- is deceased... Just destroy the body. Burn the body. Yeah. We burn bodies we, now. We have to cremate everyone in this town because of a curse or Because of the gypsy weapon. curse. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And then those dust particles have to be like hermetically sealed. Yeah. Oh yeah, because otherwise it's gonna rain and reanimate an entire we've all seen it. graveyard. Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, we don't know. Gypsy curse, embalming mix up, nuclear fallout. No one really the, knows. the phthalates, <laughs> feet, fe- feetins, feetins. Yep, feetins. 
<laughs> real real L. Ron Hubbard shit. Yeah. Being a real suppressive person tonight, Matt. Hey, uh... <laughs> real SP. Really thinking that we might never see each other again as I pretend that I never knew who you were. You know who doesn't have to deal with zombies? Sea Org. That's yeah, true. That's true. They're out to sea, baby. They're out to sea. Nautical rules. You can have sex with a zombie at sea. That's or a fish. Nobody cares. <laughs> Only one night a year to be alive. Oh, it sounds terrible. Anyway, Hand let's me keep swabbing hat. this death for the next hundred billion <laughs> <Million> years. <laughs> uh, I signed a contract. Oh, I should have read it. <laughs> It was so long, like his books. Yeah. Not a, <laughs> fine. Skip to the end. Ah, I really got paid by the word on that one. <laughs> so she, he proposes. She's like, no, it's not going to work. You're a zombie. He's like, well, all right, I get it. Look. This, this had my favorite line in, in the episode where she says, you don't want my hand in marriage. You want my hand in a sandwich. Yes, yes. that was great. That was a great line. Another great line. He says, "All right, before I go, I would just like I would just like evidence or I would like to make sure that we were really friends. I could I sign your yearbook?" And so she says, "Yes." Yeah. Bounds up the stairs to go get it. For some reason they left the door open on zombie night. There are other zombies, guys. So yeah. this really changes my ideas on thriller. Like this <laughs> really just yeah. challenges everything I thought about thriller. Um the mom and dad walk through the door, and this dad, <laughs> who wants to say it? Should we all try our hand at it? You go for it, Matt. You zombie bastard. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it, he, was, it was a little more subdued than that, because this whole sequence is very subdued for what happens. Uh, it is... You zombie bastard. It is as if Quentin Tarantino watched this scene to influence Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, mm, mm, stop pointing that gun at my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, n- this never would. And I don't know why we're bringing reality into it now, but it is just sort like it's it's all this is all just to get to the point where she can be dead. Right. Yeah. That that is the whole device because this dad is such a hothead. He can't wait. It's a lukewarm head, but yeah. To blow this zom to bits. Okay, Matt, to be fair, we literally saw the gun in the first act. And he said <laughs> it is every citizen's responsibility to kill zombies, zombies on this night. He's doing his job, Matt. Which, by the way, it seems is his only job. Yeah, we yeah. we don't There are don't no know. other jobs for zombie hunters except zombie hunting. Well, not since the mill closed. Right. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look out for those monsters. Ah. Uh. The T virus is ours. She comes down with the. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, dad and uh, dad and the boyfriend are in a, uh, a standoff. 
He thinks he ate the daughter. She comes running down the stairs with her yearbook and says, Dad, no. Just as he takes aim and fires, she jumps in front, in front of the of bullet. Him, gets hit. And no one. No one cares? No, yeah, like no one screams. No one. Oh, Jesus. The boyfriend seems upset. What's his name? Jeez, uh, something Nichols. No. Oh, Jeff? I was going to say Terry Nichols. I was like that. No, Paul Nichols. Paul. Paul, Paul, I think, might have said, like, oh, no, or something. Oh, no. Paul screams Vader style. He, like, oh, holds her and he oh, goes, no. Right. He, he picks her up immediately and takes Bri- her to the Bride couch. of Frankenstein <laughs> yeah. style to the couch. Walks her over to the couch and then just kind of dumps her. And now we have a lesson in nonchalance. Yeah. These parents, of the father of whom just shot his, his own daughter, daughter yeah. to death have stony cold reactions to this. You killed her. It was an accident. Well, yeah. See you later. That's what I'm talking about when I say subdued. And then we get into... It was because of my irrational hatred of your kind. My side is also irrational in their hatred of your kind. I have learned a lesson today. Barfola! I'm here! (laughs) This kid cannot wait to lay in like you just murdered my sister. At least he's having a reaction. Barfola. Yeah. Barfola. Also, have I mentioned Barfola? Barfola. Oh, when he says Barfola philosophy, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to use that from yeah. now on. <laughs> uh so of course. Tempest Bledsoe pops back up, and now she's a zombie because it's Night of the Dead. Right, of course. Oh, it's not morning yet. Do you think maybe that's why they were nonchalant because nobody really dies in this town? Oh Mm. shit, maybe. But he was gonna have to. He would have to kill her eventually. Again, I go back to. Well, this isn't quite Coco. Yeah, this is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kinda. I, it certainly didn't make me cry like Coco well, did. Yeah, there you yeah go. no, I I had to go into the other room. Oh, so I was watching I it. I was watching it with my mom, and like my dad had come home, but he was walking around, and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go and like cut an onion up for no reason." <laughs> oh God, I was Catherine was gone. I was watching with it with Rosemary. Oh, she God. doesn't understand anything. I'm holding my daughter, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, don't even get me talking about when Bing Bong disappears. And uh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh man. It's all right. all right. Anyway, here we go. So um, so they're zomb- they're both zombies now, they can be together. Everybody's happy. Well, except for the little brother who just he, starts being a real pain in the dick. Yeah. He has had it. He's like, I can't believe it. And then the dad turns on him. He's like, well, you hate for no reason. It's like, so did you, idiot. Until, like, you shot your daughter and realized, like, zombies might have feelings. There are worse monsters in the world. Like, people who continually say Barfola (laughs) is is basically what he says. So, (laughs) And this kid, he plays a little game called How Not to Take a Hint. <laughs> like this kid's ability to read the room is not Nail. existent. Yeah. Like, hey kid, 
they're talking about murdering you. And he's <laughs> like, I don't know, Barfola, you're both idiots. Uh, I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, how about sister? Fuck you. Yeah. And you, zombie, you're an idiot. All right, I'm going. Everybody's getting a piece of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the chain. And then it's just like blunt force trauma to yeah. the back of the uh, just feel free to take this outside before you murdered it. <laughs> Tempest Bledsoe is talking about how hungry, how hungry she, she is. is. Uh, and the there's no meat in the house. Yeah, the mom says that she's always fed to her kids before. They've never left the house hungry, and that's not going to change. Um, but she needs to eat meat. Well, we're out of meat. Uh, and the kid's like, well, why don't we go murder the neighbors? Yeah, and then just... Oh, God, what a piece of shit. And instantly, everyone realizes, hey, this kid's a real piece of shit. (laughs) Again, but fucking this kid, no self-awareness, no no idea. He's like, ah, what are you guys looking at? (laughs) They might as well have put him in the pot. Yeah. (laughs) Sure is getting warm, you idiots. What did did you just throw in here? Onions? Barfola. (laughs) You're going to have poop in this stew. I guarantee it. <laughs> you idiots. Anyway, Barful, let's see you later. <laughs> I'm getting burned to death. <laughs> That's the episode. Nothing's in there. They all look at him like he's delicious. Because he is. Well, because uh, the um, Paul and the sister both <laughs> lick their lips. And then it cuts yes. to him, and I, I said to you that he makes a face, and it would have been best if he just held up a little sign that said gulp. Yes. And then, and then executive lights. producer, Richard P. Rubenstein. That's all, folks. Uh, would you guys change anything? You know, I really, really like this episode. I did, too. I didn't have... There might have been a few loose threads, but I'd be afraid to pull them. Yeah. That's the thing. I think... It's a it it walks a real big tightrope. You make a lot of allowances because of of what it is. Yeah, the way that they set it up as kind of a leave it to beaver, yeah, schmaltzy B movie, yeah. Mm -hmm. But compared to like barter, well, I was thinking I was thinking about um um a couple episodes of Tales, yeah. You yeah, know, I was thinking about the one with um, I forget it. It's the little girl gets possessed by Pazuzu, basically. Oh, oh uh, trouble with Mary Jane. The yeah. trouble with Mary Jane. Yeah. That's kind of a, you know, tongue in cheek right. one, and that has you know Lawrence Tierney and, and Phyllis and Diller. Phyllis Diller. Yeah. yeah, and still I, didn't work as well as it this. still did not work as well as this. So like, give us a scale, Jen. Uh. So Scale of one to ten Barfolas. <laughs> it had to I'm, be Barfolas. I'm going to yeah. give it an uh, an eight Barfolas. I'm going to give it nine Barfolas. I'm at nine Barfolas. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be bold. I think this is a must watch. All right. I'll give it a must watch. Sure. I think what this does is makes up for every tepid tongue-in-cheek yep. Tales from the Dark Side episode. Monsters has come out swinging, man. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm afraid of Michael Watkins. Let me make sure I got his name right. Yeah. That is yeah. his name, right? Yeah. That's why I'm afraid of Michael Watkins warning us that it's about to take a take real a big dip. Real nosedive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
I'm I'm afraid. Well, yeah, I I appreciate that. I uh, I, I need to believe. I can't get ahead of it. Otherwise, I'll just spiral into depression. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a soul-crushing depression. 69 of these to go. <laughs> I'm I'm pleasantly surprised so far, so far yeah. by monsters. Yeah. I, I have liked every monster so far. I I don't want to get ahead of myself either. Okay. Yeah, I I think the next one has meatloaf in it. Barfola. Oh, the actor. Yes. Though I did think it was funny that because I like you know we have to watch it on YouTube because that's the only place you can stream it for some reason. Yeah, Shutter. What happened? Yeah, um, Amazon Prime. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I don't think that I don't think that uh, that Shutter ever had it. Shutter never had it. It got it rid of Tails. Oh, they did. Yeah. They yeah. got rid of Tails, but I think it's because they're picking up. They're making the Creep Show. Yeah. Oh. Could be. Right, Could right, be. Right, so right, guys, okay. we have to talk about this real quick, real quick, because we're almost at the end of the show. But like anthology horror, it's coming back. It's yeah. crazy because there's a new Twilight Zone with, yep. with with Jordan Peele, yeah, which is crazy, and Creepshow coming back, yeah, yeah, as, as a show. They they were trying to do uh, Tales from the Crypt again with M Night Shyamalan, but that that failed, fell apart. Yeah, maybe you should have spent more time fixing uh, fixing uh, so at the glass. end of glass. Oof. Fixing by the end, oh, you mean the last two thirds? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, really? Here's the yeah. not pick of the week for me and Matt. Glass. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I I just because both of you liked the last one. Yeah. I liked Split, and I and I really liked Unbreakable. Yeah, I love Unbreakable. And I like so Split a lot. When we went and saw Halloween, and they played the trailer, for oh, Glass, we were losing You our turned mind. to me and you go, "Ooh, I'm really looking forward to that." Yeah. And I was like, "I know." And oof, just it really face planted after the first act. Yeah. Well, he has been so inconsistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He came out swinging, and then it has just been a whiff I thought with, with Split, I mean, Split wasn't a perfect movie, but I thought that he was at least getting back back into something. Yeah. Uh, and was at least sort of taking some notes, and uh, this just so desperately needed a script editor and a couple of rewrites. It was just... Yeah. Because the acting was really good. Uh they they had the money. It was just uh, weak sauce. Yeah, it uh, the twist ending irritated me. Cause I I think yeah, I yeah that s- wasn't a twist. It was just an out of left field. Yeah, I I jeez, I think I heard Matt say it before, and I said it to you, Deus Ex Schlockinga. Yes, where oh. it was just the laziest possible ending. I think I'm gonna say it. The end of that movie was Barfola. <laughs> I would 100% agree with you. It was totally Barfola. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to plug before we get into... Uh, well, I did have something to bring yeah. up. So uh, one thing that I do um, on a pretty regular basis is I donate at the Red Cross. I donate platelets. And currently, uh, the Red Cross is at a dangerous low. I know that they always are low because people get really squeamish about donating blood uh, especially when it's donating platelets because you have to get hooked up to an aphoresis machine but um they are at a dangerous low because of the cold weather and a lot of people canceling appointments not being able to make it and people um getting very uh sick from the cold so um if you are able to 
um, sacrifice either an hour to do whole blood um, or three hours to do platelets. Uh, it is very important. People who have clotting factor diseases or people who are undergoing chemotherapy and radiation therapy for cancer need platelets because they cannot generate their own. Uh, so it is very important. And uh, while it does take a long time, uh, they do have movies for you to watch. And I know that within the next year, uh, the platelet donation centers are going to have streaming services. That's uh, awesome. The one that was in Bloomfield did have streaming for a while. So that's where I watched a bunch of um, episodes of Channel Zero. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and the person in back of me was like, hey, what are you watching? <laughs> and I was going to explain it to him, and it was like, ah. Uh, I'm too tired. I don't have any platelets. Yeah. <laughs> see, see in $2. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely what I would request. That's is awesome. That huh? If people have the time, um, please donate blood or uh, pla- uh, platelets. Love it. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook or Instagram. We are TFTDS Pod on Twitter, T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. My goodness, monsters. You done it again. You done it again. Uh, did I forget anything? Uh, try, try to enjoy, enjoy the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen. Matt Rose and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.